Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. I am your host, mindologist Chantel Simone, and welcome to another episode of this of our special series for season three called The Power of Perspective. So today we're going to be unpacking something very important, and we normally have people come on the show and talk about their perspective on what's happening in current affairs here today. Today we're going to do something a little bit different, and we have some special videos that we have gleaned. Of course, there's lots of videos going out there in the market, and we're going to deep dive into them to really get the viewer's perspective today. So if you're watching, we're going to ask for your participation, for your engagement, and whether you're catching us on the podcast, on the YouTube video, make sure you subscribe and like, and uh, or any other means you're catching us on the replay, we still want you to participate. So today, I'm going to introduce my co-host, and we're going to be able to unpack this a little bit more, so please help me welcome Mr. Lester Bailey. Well, hello, Miss Chantel. How are you doing this beautiful day? I am fabulous. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Hey, everyone, I'd like to thank you for coming on and watching us. We're so appreciative of you just being here, sharing space and giving us your perspective. We wish you were here as a guest because it would be much more fun. But listen, what's going on today in your life and what is the perspective that you actually have? Are you ready to share it with? The world and how are you going to show up with it today we're going to be unpacking a special type of a show and i hope that you all are ready so get your pen and your paper let's see your notes and let's see if we're hitting on the subject in which you may comment to so thank you for joining us we so appreciate you again and hello 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 Chantel, let's live our life on purpose Amen to that. I love it. Well, this is the very first time you're watching us on the show. Welcome. We stand for three key things here. Purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted. Expect the unexpected. Expect to hear something that you need to hear right now, this moment, this very second, to be able to think differently, to elevate your life and your thinking. So like we mentioned, this is season three of the show where we're talking about the power of perspective. Now, today's topic is we're going to be discussing the aftermath. There is, you know, we, we believe we're kind of going to a new phase. If it's not the end, it's a new wave of the pandemic for the coronavirus. The Black Lives Matters has been around. It's been about just over a month since the, the, the death of George Floyd and the whole whole outrage that's happened. And so a month later, two, three months later, in, in terms of Corona, let's talk about what's the effects that it's having in our society. How are people responding to it? So with Lester being a Think and Grow Rich expert and an amazing accountability partner, as well as myself being a mindologist, what we're going to do is we're going to show two videos and we're going to dissect them. We're going to look at the perspective of people and how they show up. Because you know what, how you show up is everything. And some we don't often walk around holding a mirror in front of us. So as we look at how other people show up, it may just be an indication of how we show up ourselves. So let's get right to it. Our very first, first video that we're gonna share is gonna be around the coronavirus. Now, many of you have, uh, obviously we all know about the coronavirus and you know, 
It's been a hot topic. And, and our, our idea here is now to move, move into reintegrating into society because that's what's happening. So we found a very interesting video, and you may have seen it already because it absolutely has gone viral, but we found a very interesting video of somebody who decided not only to, to go against the norm, but to take a really strong stance against what's happening in the society. So mm -hmm. I want everybody to keep, keep in mind, and I'm gonna ask you guys to participate. First, I'm gonna ask you guys a question and you can start the responses coming in. So reintegrating into society, does it make you nervous or are you happy? So just write those words, whether nervous or happy. So some people are nervous because they're still cautious. They're still wearing, well, obviously you want to wear masks to protect yourself, but they're still, you know, in a state of, oh my gosh, stay away from me. And it's kind of nerve wracking going into crowds again or going into restaurants again. On the flip side, there's some people who are just like, oh my gosh, thank you, goodness, I can sit on a patio, I can meet friends, I can kind of hug or dax or elbow them just to at least a little bit of human contact, and that excites them. So while you're watching, tell us, are you nervous, are you excited about reintegrating in society? Lester, what's your take? You know, I love being able to look at it like this. Question is, is it mask or no mask? What are you really feeling during this time? Because so many people are on both sides of the fence. Some people will tell you because of health, I'm not going to wear a mask. And some people will tell you because of health, that's why I'm wearing this mask. It's always that question. What do you really feel? Are you in with it or are you the person that's saying, no, I'm not going to wear it? Or are you the person that says, yes, I'm definitely going to wear it? because it's still around, there is no cure for this, but how are you feeling and how do you feel about the people who you're around? So let's start unpacking it and really seeing how you're ready to show up in everybody's life because this depends on you and you are the person who gets to vote for the country to see what's the best idea going forward. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We see some comments here. Some people are saying both. They're a little bit nervous and scared. Thanks, Jada. Hey, Melvin. Um, hey, Elle, Jason, all those who are watching. Great afternoon to you. So let's take a look at this video and we're going to unpack it together. So we asked, we've been asking to mask or not to mask um, and reintegrating into society. Let's take a look and see what this lady had to say about reintegrating in the society. Now to a face mask confrontation caught on camera at a grocery store in California. See that shopper there yelling at employees and other customers that refusing to wear a face covering? Will Reeb is at a Trader Joe's here in New York for the story. Good morning, George. That Trader Joe's in North Hollywood had its grand opening that day. Now millions of people know what it looks like inside because of this video. Yet another incident surrounding wearing masks in public. The woman in the video now speaking out to our station in L.A. This morning, face mask controversy after this outburst caught on camera in a Los Angeles grocery store. So anyone harassing me to wear masks? You guys are violating camera law. Get This Trader Joe's shopper confronted for not wearing a mask in the store. She claims she has a medical reason not to. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear a mask. 
The shopper telling ABC station KABC that she had gotten permission from the manager at the Toluca Lake store to go maskless, but accidentally went to the wrong location in North Hollywood, where she said she also got permission, and claims the incident began while she was shopping. Right away, he started uh, using obscenities at me, and I did what any normal human being, a woman, would do if she was being harassed by a man, not knowing if he's a crazy man. So I start yelling in self-defense. Earlier this month, California Governor Gavin Newsom made wearing masks in public mandatory, but the state's Department of Health has exempted anyone with a medical condition, mental health condition, or disability that prevents wearing a face covering. Right now, as COVID cases are on the rise in the U.S., 18 states require masks in public, while 32 have no such mandate. The video viewed millions of times and counting. So now, let's pause right there. So let's let's unpack this a little bit because we saw a few things here. So there was a lady, she literally lost her lid and was screaming and yelling at people because she had a medical condition and she's not able to wear a mask. Now, what I found most interesting after watching that, that the of course, the state of California, which I'm in, uh, has been has a full mask policy. Everybody must wear masks in, in public. But the the health department said, if you have a medical condition or mental health, you're not, you don't, you get exempted from wearing masks. Lester, what are your thoughts on whether you, if you have a medical condition or if you're suffering from some sort of mental health? Because mental health, that could be depression. That could be a whole bunch of other things. What are your thoughts on being exempt from wearing a mask in those two cases? I love when people are talking about medical conditions. Are they made up medical conditions? Or are they really real? So many times people start talking about, oh, I have this condition, and they know that it's not true. It's just the way that they're feeling at the moment. It's their perspective about what they're doing. Now, people who have true mental health issues, are they sure are they doing this or not? Depending on you know your medical conditioning, be it if it's bipolar or if it's schizophrenia or any of those types, you can say that those people may not be in their right mind. But if you're in your right mind and you, you feel very strongly about not wearing a mask, when you look at someone else's rights in this country, because as well as you have the right not to wear it, someone else has the right to make sure that they wear it. I love it when the lady turned around right then, she made it up. It's a federal law, knowing that there is no such thing as of yet. You know that there's not any law in it. There's no science in it because the science has changed since the first time that they talked about having the mask. And it's always been that question. Does the mask actually help? You've seen people wear it out of other countries and you wonder why did they put a mask on? And it's mostly if you're having, if you actually are sick, yes, you want to be able to stop spreading that sickness. But if you're not sick, are you really wearing this mask for a real reason? Or are you telling the world that, hmm, I just don't want to confide in the man-made law? So Chantel, you know, I know how you feel about the mask, but what do you feel about how both sides look at it? Yeah, and I think it's interesting. One of the most interesting parts is that everybody is wearing a mask for safety and their protection. So when they're walking in the store and they see someone without a mask, it's almost as if that person is like, is like, 
you might as well have robbed 10 banks or just, you know, committed some terrible crime. It's like, how dare you? Because not all, it's almost as if that they're putting other people's lives at risk. That's, I feel, a default thought process that people have when they don't see people wearing masks, especially inside of the store. So, I mean, I, I shared a story earlier on when we started to reintegrate how um, I even was part of a, a, a situation where, you know, they made the announcement and said, everybody don't have a mask, get out of the, get out of the store and things like that. Now, and Jada, I see Jada say, yes, medical conditions are made up. I see Precious saying words, so she totally agree. So the key thing is, is what is our society gonna look like going forward? So as for everybody who's watching, do you think that for the rest of 2020, we'll be wearing masks? Will this go on to 2021? That's the question actually. Will the mask wearing go on to 2021? If you agree, press put in number one in the chat. If you disagree and think it's gonna end in 2020, put a number two. So let's see how long this mask thing is going to actually happen. Because I've seen, I know a lot of entrepreneurs are now starting businesses and companies are sewing funky masks that match with their outfit and all this sort of stuff. So I, it seems as if it's a new way of life. So speaking about the aftermath of Corona, before we move on to Black Lives Matter, the aftermath of the coronavirus, it seems as if people, while, you know, just looking at some of the surveys here, people are cautious, but they're happy. So we're excited to get out there, but there's still a lingering effect of cross-examining people, making sure that they don't have this mask. And this is our new norm. This is the aftermath. This is what, can we really expect this in October and November and December and January, 2021? When will we now look at a human being without a mask and be able to embrace them in their fullness? When will that happen? Will it happen? Let's, let's stop for a moment. You asked the question here, and this is a big question. Will people still be wearing a mask in 2021? Let's do a different poll. How many people do you think are still washing their hands? Now, that's a, a, a large question. You want to know the habits, and people sink back into the habits in which they're comfortable with. Remember the first thing that told you before this mask that you wash your hands at least, you know, 20 seconds a day, you know, a time. How many people are putting on this mask and never washing their hands? How many people sneeze or cough into their mask? People don't wash their hands, but they put that mask back on several times. What is the, the actual outlook on what is your cleanliness? What is the purpose of the mask? Are you believing that it's actually helping or are you only going to do one? I'm going to wash my hands, but I'm not going to wear the mask. I'm going to wear the mask, but I'm not going to wear. The question of it is, is what is your true belief behind the new habits? We're only talking six months into the year. And these questions are still looming right here and right now. This holiday is coming up for U.S. citizens being, you know, Independence Day. And for some others in different countries, they call it a little bit different. But what habits are have you changed so you're going to keep up your new habits? The rising factor is we know it's no. Most people will not keep up the brand new habits in which they have learned. The question is why? Why do you think that people cannot change it? And do we have anything that says, uh, Precious says, 
where there is a law, uh, there's two sides involved. I pray it doesn't. You know, how, how are we going to get people to do things when they really disagree? Chantel. Absolutely. So one of the key things I would say is, uh, so we've seen some of the responses come in. And and so, you know, Jada is saying it's going to go beyond 20 into 2021. Melvin saying 2020 and 2021. So this is the new normal. So really, this is our this is the aftermath, folks. We're going to be a mass culture. And are we going to continue to embed in habits? Um, washing our hands and sneezing into our, 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 our uh, what do we say, our, not our elbow, but like here, <laughs> in between the crevices of your arm, you know, that is really the new norm. So it's quite interesting. And this is something that, you know, it's a mind shift for, for a lot of us to be able to accept that and to, to move forward. Now, for those of you who are just watching, welcome. It's the Welcome Wake Up and Live show. And we are just unpacking the aftermath of some of the current affairs. This is our last week of the sh this season. So if you, um, today we're doing a special episode where we're deep diving into some videos out there about the aftermath. And we will, we have another special uh, uh, episode coming up later this week. And we also still have a couple of uh, availabilities. If this is your last chance, if you want to share your voice on the show on any of the topic of current affairs. So now let's move to the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, this is actually there's a video right now, and it's quite fascinating because um, we've already had the discussion of Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. We've already had a lot of discussions on what it means to other people. Now there's change, you know, there's a law that was passed for Brianna. Um, so that was a success. A lot of people deem that as a success to be able to prevent things from happening again. Yet there's also some people who just aren't being receptive. Let's take a look at this video to see what else is going on on the Black Lives Matter. You are Example of racism in this community. 
we're just gonna pause right there. Uh, and you know what? So if you're just watching, you're just tuning in, this was a meeting where Connie, she's on um, the basically the board and there's community activists, there's people up there having the discussion of racism have, and, and pouring out their heart and soul. And she was caught on her computer shopping. Lester, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, excuse me a second. I, I have to pick up my new items. I, I got to put me some new shoes on, side, on top of this. Come on. How often have we had meetings with people and they don't concentrate on what's important to you? So often that you wonder why people are upset. When you want to be heard, you want to know that there's someone listening to what your gripe is. When it comes down time for Black Lives Matter or just history itself, no matter what is going on, if it's important enough to someone, they want their voice heard. This is why we're doing a perspective show because everybody wants their voice heard. They want you to pay attention to what they have to say. No matter how important if it is, are you showing, if you're giving it someone enough credit to say, I'm going to give you two of my minutes, really listen to what you have to say, or am I going to be thinking about what did, what did I have on my shopping list? What do I need to do? Where am I going? And if a person stops and asks you, did you hear what I was saying? And you say yes, but they deep dive into it. And you know, all along, they never heard anything that you had to say because they didn't want to listen in the first place. That's what hurts your feelings. That's what makes people so upset. That's why people are marching. This is why people are protesting. This is why people are saying it loud. Like the woman that we first looked at on the first film and she was upset because it seemed like nobody was hearing her. So. Exactly. And you know, one of the greatest things that I, it really makes me think. And speaking of perspective- Would you like to be heard? And would you like to be shooed? Right. And speaking of perspectives, you know that this, this show is all about being able to, to sh share our voice and keep it real. It really makes me think, and I'm going to ask everybody, are we making a difference? If there's people who can sit there and be like, yeah, 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 you talk your talk, I'm going to go shopping, and we'll, we'll unpause the video because there's more. And I'm going to go shopping while you're pouring out your heart about racism. It's all, like I'm not even giving you the time of day. So are we making a difference by going to city council, by, by protesting on the street? Are we making a difference? If you agree, press 1. Let us know. Type 1 in the chat box if you agree. Yes, we're making a difference. Yes, we're moving a dial. Yes, we're raising awareness. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to continue to fight and fight and fight. If you disagree and you say, you know what? Even if we fight till the kingdom come, it's, it's gonna make a, 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 a very small impact. It's not really making a difference because if people who are racist, they're not gonna not be racist because I'm walking on the street or because I'm standing in front of them. So much so that I could just ignore them and just continue with my everyday life. So if you agree with that, then put number two in the chat. So if you agree that we're make if we're if we are making a difference, number one. If we're not, number two. Because this is the real point. What's the point of this gentleman showing up at this meeting? Is to make a difference. But if he's not even being heard, he's not even being considered, 
Is he wasting his time? Let's have a look at uh, the, it, it, Connie's reaction to all of this. It's coming up. I would hope that they would learn a little bit more about General Lee because General Lee inherited a large plantation and he was tasked with the job of doing something with those people who lived in bondage to that plantation, the slaves, and he freed them. Let's just pause right mm. there. What do you think about her response? And this is, we paused at her literally shopping. As you can tell, they're having something official right here and she's shopping online on her computer. What do you think of her reaction? Now, now Lester, let me just gonna, let me just put a little, a little pre-frame here. Now, Lester has been uh, a retired police officer for years and has mastered the skill of reading people and understanding who they are, what they're about, what's coming out of their mouth, if it's, if it's congruent or incongruent. So, Lester, looking at her response, what is it that you think is happening and what do you, what do you perceive from her response about the entire situation? Oh, that's so good. You can clearly state, see that she made up in her own mind what her response was going to be. It did not matter what he was going to say. She had already made up in her mind what she was going to state and what the television cameras were going to hear. If you would have asked that woman just one question, what did he actually say? And she would have given the regular political answer. I'll make up something that sounds close enough to make it look like I actually heard what he said. But it's undeniable. We all know what the truth of it is. You know, we talk about that one voice counting. It's like a vote. It, it actually counts. But when you don't see somebody that's really paying attention to it, and if her job was depending on what he had said, and all of a sudden they fire her, <laughs> she would say that they were wrong because she was paying attention while she was shopping online. You know, what is the real truth about what was happening is that her response was made already. Yeah, I completely agree. Just looking at, even if you were to rewind, just looking at where she paused in her speech and how she paused. And, and you know, me working, coming from the perspective of neurolinguistic programming and eye patterns, she was thinking about something to say. And you can see emotions that were not apparent in her conversation because if you're talking about setting slaves free, I'm just to give you guys a perspective. I'm going to rewind it a little bit here, and I want you guys to look at her facial expression. And this is something that we do because, especially in politics, or if you're, you know, we're talking about going out there and voting for people. You really want to look in and hone in on the person and their character. And if you pay attention to a person long enough, they tell on themselves. I would hope that they would learn a little bit more about General Lee. Because 
those last words and he freed them. To me, that was not a liberating, it didn't seem like a very liberating act. It seemed like in your face, he freed them. So he freed him because he had no other choice. <laughs> so the point today it became is a yeah. Look deeper, ladies and gentlemen. When you're about to vote for someone, when you're about to take a side and take a stand <laughs> for something, look deeper. See who's leading. See what they're like. See how they respond. Just really pay attention to detail as people are speaking because. I always say, I've been saying this for years, we are more transparent than we think we are. So there you have it. That's, those are some, oh, just a couple oh. of examples of things that are happening. And there's multiple examples in the marketplace. You know, there was a restaurant, I'm sure you guys have heard, there was a restaurant um, out in Baltimore that didn't uh, accept a young lady and her son to come into the restaurant and she didn't understand why and, until she started throwing out the race card and, 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 and it seemed as if that there was another little boy for the same reason why they denied this black little boy, there was another white little boy who was in the restaurant. They're like, they look the exact same. They're dressed exactly the way. So don't you wanna not have us come into the restaurant because of the way we're doing So the key question is, and I just want to recognize that uh, we have a couple comments from Jada and Melvin. Jada says, I think we are making a difference, but it's slow going. However, more importantly, we're setting an example for the next generation to keep fighting for good fight. So that's, uh, that's, that's an awesome perspective. Melvin says, it's making a difference, but I believe a change will come within the next 50 years that the old mindset has to die out. It's generational. You know what, and, and both comments are pretty pretty similar. Yes, it's making a difference because it shows that we are, are not pushovers. We're not silent anymore. We're, we're gonna stand up for our right and, and highlight to people what's happening. And um, the other tail end of the, the response is that it's generational. We're setting an example. Mm. We're setting an example for for the generations to come, and you know when I look on the when I look at the protesters and I see six year olds and five year olds and seven year olds in the middle of this march saying no justice, no peace, no. When I see like they're gonna say in twenty twenty when they were five or six or seven that they were fighting for black rights. Now that is gonna make an impact on a generation. The biggest impact is what we teach our children today. What are we really teaching our children? You say no justice, no peace. Are you actually explaining to them what that means? So many times we're using the words, but are we really explaining to ourselves and are we explaining it to the children who will carry your legacy? It's not my legacy. This is your legacy. Your children are learning from your actions more than your words. But what words that you use has the biggest impact on them. So how are you going to teach that person to really stand up for what you're really looking for? You say that it takes a little time and maybe 50 years. That change could be made in an afternoon. If you don't believe it, all you have to do is vote. 
you you actually get out there and vote on what you really want. Change begins that day that you want it. But what will it take for you to want to go out there? I mean, let's be honest. How many people can actually say they have voted in each and every election since they were able to vote? Have you actually taken that time out? See, because people think change takes forever. No, it just takes you to put the effort in in making that change. See, when you look at a real perspective, you want change, but what do you want in order to do it? Are you willing to put your life on the line in order to have it? That's the question. What would you do in order to make sure that it would happen? If you don't want it bad enough, you're not going to do anything to go and get it. But if you want it so bad, like so many powerful people of the past who really wanted change to happen, they put everything that they had right then and right there. Where's your strength? Your voice is just as important as everyone else's voice. But is your silence the only thing that people hear? (laughs) Important. Very important perspective, you know, and so I know that you're, <clears throat> excuse me, a big advocate of, of voting and making sure that we go out there and hit the polls and make a difference in that sense. And that's, and one of the other key things I'm going to ask everybody, we're going to do another survey is given the fact, so today we're talking a little bit about the aftermath. We're talking about, okay, you know, the mass culture. We're talking about the, you know, the fact that we're fighting and fighting, but there's some people out there in high positions that are still just blatantly disrespecting the Black Lives Matter movement and and making things up and, and, you know, trying to cover for themselves. So when we start to think about what's our future like, and I'm not even talking five, 10 years down the line, I'm talking... What does the end of this year look like for you? Because a lot of people, and you know, we always agree, we touch and agree that it all comes down to ourselves. What action are we taking for our own future? Now, don't get me wrong. Please believe everybody has a role. Some people are called to be on the street and marching. Some people are called to be on top of the hill and advocate. Some people are called to be online and talking about it on an online TV show. Some people are called to to get little groups together or to, you know, to invest into to different initiatives. So what role are you playing to at least lighten up the aftermath? And so I'm going to ask everybody a question. Do you believe that, you know, we're both very keen on personal development, both Lester and I. Do you believe that you can make a change just by working on yourself. Can you specifically be the change by working on yourself, by being a better version of Jada, by being a better version of Melvin, by being a better version of Marlon, a better version of Peter, a better version of Gabby, a better version of Lisa and Elle and Carlos. Can you be that change that you wanna see? And we hear that line all the time and it's almost like a cliche now. But can you, if you just work on being the best version of you, when you see racism, you rise higher, you turn left, you go to another corner. Can you, can we walk in that 
in our own power? Can we align with God and lean on God to be able to take us through these challenging situations? Can we do that? And will that make the biggest change? That's the question. Because I can't control what protesters do. I can't control what governments do. I can't control who gets in office, although I could vote, even though, I mean, if I'm, when I'm able to vote in whatever country, you can vote, um, <laughs> right? So whatever, who you ever represent, you can't control what they say. You can't control the lies that come out of their mouth. You can't control any of that. So what can you control? And is that enough? I would love your thoughts on that. Is it enough? That change starts with you. Lester, what are your what's your perspective? I change starts with you. You're the most important person in the whole wide world, especially to yourself. Don't be afraid to stand up and stand out. That's our fear that is talking to us. And fear is always going to be revealed. Stand up. Don't don't let someone else tell you that it takes forever. You could be that one person that tips the scales in life. So just do it. You know, you have that right. You've been given that right. You don't want anybody to take it away from you. So just stand up proud and hold your shoulders back. Breathe a little deeper, as we would say. Don't, don't ever be <laughs> stopped by saying you can't breathe. You have that full right to take a deep breath, blow it out, and, and stand up for what you believe. This is my perspective. This is how I rock. This is how I roll. This is where I stand. So level up with me. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Jada says, yes, absolutely. Change starts with you. So we're going to encourage you today to think about something differently. And yes. I mean, if you know us by now, if you've been on the show, welcome back. You know that we're not ones to really harp on the problem without even offering a solution. So we talked about a problem today. We talked about some of the challenges that's faced in the government and some of the challenges that faces just normal civilized, civilized human beings trying to grocery shop. So if that's the challenge, what's the solution? How far can we go? What does that actually look like? Because I, I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of hearing things out in the marketplace. Oh, turn the other cheek or keep moving or rise above them without actually knowing and internalizing. What does that mean for my own action? What mm -hmm. does that mean for me specifically? When somebody's in my face and they're saying, well, all lives matter, forget about that. I know people that instantly will get heated in the moment and want to retaliate. Like the lady we saw today when, when they were telling her about her mask, she got heated and started yelling in public, right? To what point could we get to the point where we can actually self-maintain and not get to those stages where we want to attack, not get to the stages where we want to, you know, it turns into hate crime or it turns into additional crime or turn, turns into us being a crazy person on the street. Mm -hmm. So what can we do in our own capacities to self-manage so that those things don't happen? What are your thoughts, Esther? My thoughts is it all begins with you. You want to see what it is. Everybody has this imagination of what works best. You influence five people who are around you, no matter who they are. And then you all can touch and agree on what's the next best step. Teamwork is what makes the dream work. It's never going alone by yourself. You want to know how loud you can speak, speak with others. So that way 
others can see your point of view. This is what it's all about. Don't complain about a problem that you plan to do nothing about. That's where our biggest thing is. We want to complain to people we know that are not going to help us. Seek out those people who have a, you know, who have a deeper voice or a louder voice, just as that woman did in the store. She did not sit up there and have, you know, a crowd of people behind her. She used her one voice. She used it loud. She used it strong. So you have that same opportunity to use your voice in that same matter. If you use your voice, you would be surprised how it may be the change that you're looking for. Don't sit there and hold back. Strengthen yourself and understand that together we can. I liked how President Obama said, we have the audacity of hope. <laughs> I love right. that. That's his purpose. Right. That's, still, that's still very applicable today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so in the wave of being able to self-maintain and self-manage, absolutely, I would also recommend reaching out to people. <clears throat> there may be people in your circles. There may be people that you know. There may be programs that you can take because mental health is a real thing. And in one of our, our episodes, we had a mental health expert come online, and we agreed on that show. It, it was completely unanimous that we all at some point go through some mental health challenge. We all hit a depression. We all hit frustration. We all hit a point of crazy. We all hit <clears throat> anxiety. So when we get there, how do we self-control? Reach out to somebody to learn how you can self-control and make an effective, effective approach to the things that are happening in the world. And here's the reason why we say this. Especially with um, Corona is a little bit Black Lives Matters even more so. We cannot make effective decisions in an emotional state. <clears throat> I'm going to say that again. We cannot make effective decisions in a highly emotional state. So the lady that we saw earlier in the Trader Joe's, she, she, I saw her throw down the basket. Did you guys see her throw down the basket? There's nothing good that can come out of somebody making that. And, and it was only till after where she calmed down and they had the one-on-one, -on -one, she could break down, look, I have a medical condition. But could she have said that in the store? She didn't. Why? Because emotions got the best of her. You know, and we can talk about Black Lives Matter movement and so on and so forth. So I want to share this, a final clip of, of the lady that I was talking about that got denied at the restaurant and see how she handled this. So again, we can't control what, what other people do. Some is really sad, some is really unjust, some is just outright outrageous. Mm -hmm. But how do we respond? Because we're, this is the Wake Up and Live show. We stand for purpose, my mastery, and truth. And the truth is we can't control what other people do, but we can always control how we respond. So let's take a look at this video and see how this lady responded. restaurant confrontation caught on camera a black mother and her nine-year-old son denied entry the mother marcia grant recorded the incident and said the dress code was enforced only because of their race they will join us live in just a few moments first tj holmes is here with the story good morning tj uh good morning and listen to the headline here folks black family 
denied service at a restaurant on account of race. That's supposed to be a headline in 1964. It's 2020. Since it's caught on camera, the restaurant has admitted fault. The employees no longer work there. But the heartbreak here is that a nine-year-old black boy had to experience this. You telling me we cannot eat here? Two young boys in the same restaurant, dressed pretty much the same. But one of them was denied service, told he was violating the restaurant dress code. Which one? I don't want you to sympathize with me. I just want you to tell me why it's different from my son. This incident captured on video when Marcia Grant and her nine-year-old son in Dallas went into the Uzo Bay restaurant in Baltimore. That white kid out there has to be here with his tennis shoes on and his athletic shirt. We allowed tennis shoes, but not not athletic shirts. Grant repeatedly asks for an explanation. The little white kid that just sat out there had on athletic athletic tennis shoes and an athletic shirt. I, I understand that you're upset. No, it's not that I'm upset. Why does he get to wear athletic wear and my son can't? I, I, again, I would love for you to be able to come back. Are you, you look close enough for your son to see? The Atlas Restaurant Group, owners of the restaurant, has now issued an apology and says two managers of the restaurant are no longer with the company. In a statement saying, we are sickened by this incident and we sincerely apologize to Marcia mm -hmm. Grant, his son, and everyone right. impacted by this painful incident. Adding that dress codes are in no way meant to be discriminatory and that they've since done away with dress codes for kids 12 and under. This is the latest caught on camera incident that gives a glimpse of how routine daily experiences can be anything but for black Americans. Please take your phone off. Please don't come to us. Bird watching in Central Park. <laughs> or working out in your own building's gym. This guy came and came. Now, the company did put out a lengthy statement also saying they're starting an advisory panel to help them focus on corporate responsibility, but also straight. That extended statement started with this. We believe that black lives matter. We're going to pause right there. Now, one of the key things I want us all to take a note, note of is how she responded. So, of course, there's a lot of conversation. This video is out there in the, in the media. It's gone viral. Um, and a lot of people are saying all these different things about it. But here on the show, we're going to look at the things and talk about the things that most people don't talk about. So they're going to talk about, oh, the injustice of, you know, and I agree. It is injustice. If that's if that was truly the case, the, the white boy and the black boy, they both looked pretty much like in the same type of uh, clothing. Um, but one was denied and one wasn't. But did you notice how he responded? To the point where the gentleman behind the restaurant, the, the 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 host, the host of the, the 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 restaurant, he said, "I understand that you're upset." And she's like, "No, I just want to know why I can't come in." And I absolutely love the way she handled it. Lester, what's your thoughts? Oh, she couldn't have handled that any better. Now it's funny when it comes down to racism. It is what it is. It's not like that's the first time that that person has done that. I can tell you right now by the experience, because if you to look at it as a child and a mother, like most races, if you just look at the persons who they are, a child and a mother, and you're walking in there, why did color enter into it? It's because of naturalness that he's always had. Corporations act like it's a blind eye, but if it was something that they had to ask the question of people, are you 
faces are not whom they are. They cannot hide that. So when that, that young boy went out there and he's standing there, he's seeing this. How would he look at life from this point? The mother responds because she was not hollering and she wasn't screaming. They said that she's a calm person, but yet her have used a different tone. How many different ways would they have looked at the same woman because of her color? That's right. It's so true. And I love, um, I love pressure. She had child and that was the mother. Absolutely, absolutely. Precious has a has a comment here. I love it. The world will only follow you when they first see the change in you. Yes, it starts with you, the power of one. And that's so important. And I totally agree with that. And so the point really of not only highlighting the fact that, hey, these things still happen in the marketplace. There's people that are still discriminated against. And quite frankly, I don't think it's going to stop tomorrow. But the thing is, we can change ourselves. And that's what we really want to address and get across to everyone today, especially in the black community, because we I, I kind of say that we have a this type of almost like a, abusive at a high level, an abusive relationship with some white folks. OK, <laughs> you know that at a high level, you know, when we look at history and so and we haven't been saying just imagine yourself in a in a one on one abusive relationship with a with a spouse or a partner. Year after year after year, they stripped you down. They 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 they've taken advantage of you. They whether it's sexually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and you didn't say anything. You just took it and took it and took it and took it. This is the powering empowering perspective I want to share with people that are outside of the black community that are still kind of questioning. Well, what's the big deal? The big deal is is that we've been taking it for so long, and now it's finally like cats out of the bag. We're, we're able to share, we're able to express. So just like in stages of grieving, because we are grieving, you know, there is a state of anger and emotion. And I think that we hit that stage and I believe that we're now passing that stage. So that's why today we're talking about, okay, now that we got our anger out, we got our frustration out, you know, it's just like, you know, when you're boiled up with something and you just, you just start something and you just want to, ah, and you just want to let it all out. That's what recently just happened in the way I, I, from my perspective. So now, whether it's about Corona or Black Lives Matter or about rebuilding your businesses or how you're gonna generate income, whatever it is, the point we wanna address today is it, it can all start and it does all start with Y-O-U, that woman or man in the mirror. So I challenge everybody as we wrap up the show, I challenge you today to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is it that I can do differently that is going to help me move forward? There's something today that you can do differently. I love introspection. I call them mirror conversations. I literally have conversations with myself about myself and my own actions so that I can challenge myself continuously. That is part of the mind transformation process that we've been going through. How do we not just have a great mindset? When you talk mindset versus mind transformation, there's a big difference. Transform your thinking 
so that you can stay on purpose. And believe me, as we say, as we wrap up every show, there's only, there's one source that where you can find all fulfillment, all, all joy, all happiness, all your answers, all your strength. And that is through something greater than us. I call it God. So I challenge you to look in the mirror today and see what's that one thing that you can do differently to maybe respond to situations in a, in, a, in a different way like the lady we saw where her son was obviously being uh, you know, discriminated against, but she kept her cool, she didn't anger, she didn't yell, she, didn't, she just said, tell me why in a, in, a, in a great manner. So maybe that's it. Maybe you wanna look at your reactions. Or maybe you want to look at what are you not doing that you could be doing. And said, you know what? I should really vote this year. You know, so there is something. I don't know what it is, but I know that it is. So take a look in the mirror. See what you can do today to move yourself to that next step. Not the 10 steps ahead, but that next step to be the best version of you. Lester. Listen, I agree with everything that Chantel is saying here. It all begins with the first step. When you when it's time for you to take the next step, don't be afraid to. Just stand tall and proceed. Remember, living living your life on purpose with a purpose. On purpose with a purpose for a purpose. That is it, that is it, that is it. As Lester's coming back, I'm just gonna read um, the final comments here from- It's you step up. There we go, he said, you step up, I love it. <laughs> um, so I was just reading a comment from Precious. Uh, she said, a point to note, in light of knowing it's who changes ourselves. I wanna say that the only you can Give power to how other people treat you. Oh, yes. Your treatment doesn't have to define you. Absolutely. I love that. And you know, the way I, I look at it is that we can never, nobody can ever offend you. We can choose to take offense to something. And that's our choice. Nobody can ever offend you, when you're, especially when you're operating in your best self. So, Lester, I appreciate those final words. Thank you, Precious, for all your comments. Norris and Murphy, hello and good night to you as well. Uh, Carlo, uh, Irina, Lori, Stanley, Emmanuel, Jada. I really appreciate all of you guys. It was awesome having you on the uh, contributing to the show today via comments. So definitely, if you thought this was impactful or somebody needs to hear it, click that share button and make sure to be a blessing to other people. So we thank you for today and we honor and appreciate you. I challenge you to ask yourself that question in the mirror. And if you've come up with something, let us know. We would love to know what you came up with and how you can be the best you. So thank you guys so much for watching. Always remember you got one life, make it count and navigate on purpose. Have a wonderful evening. Be the best. Have a wonderful evening.